Welcome to you, me, and our couple's therapy podcast without the therapist. Here, we will be talking about infertility, parenting, and everything in between. Hello, and welcome back to you, me, and I'm Jordan. I'm Kirsty, and here we are once again. It's been a little while, but we are back. We've not forgot about this. No, we haven't. Um, we've just decided a different sort of uploading schedule. We're basically going to do it every two weeks. Yeah. Rather than every week. <laughs> yeah. And why, why is that? Um, basically, we're running out of topics. Yeah. Well, we've got a little bit of a while to wait before anything happens at the minute. So, yeah, we like it's kind of difficult to... We've not really got anything going on at the minute, have we? So no. it's hard. And also, if in all honesty, we've started watching This Is Us. <laughs> oh yeah, how could I forget about that? And last week, we was like... <sighs> Should we just not do it tonight? <laughs> and we'll just watch something instead. Yeah. I know. Wait. Yeah. No, I'm sure, was, yeah, yeah, it was last week. We started watching it. Yeah. And we were really getting into it. So it's like, we need to just watch it. See, this is how much we love this programme. Yeah, We're I already know. getting sidetracked by... I know. It's it, so good, though. It is. If you've not seen it, watch it. Yeah. It's on Amazon Prime. I'm so pleased that you like it as well, because you wasn't really like... Like, when I kept mentioning it, like, oh, a lot of people have recommended this, you was like... Mm-hmm. Where's the sci-fi? Where's the action? Yeah. But I'm, I'm like, I don't want to watch another Killy-type programme. I just want a happy one. Although to be this fair... One just, the Night Stalker was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't think I watched it fully. Yeah. I don't think I really paid attention. Like, most things we watch, I kind of, like, half pay attention to, whereas This Is Us, I've fully... My phone is away. Like, I don't Yeah, normally touch when you're watching stuff, all. you've always got your phone in your hand. Yeah. You? You're quite a bad watcher of things. Yeah, really. but it's because we do watch, like, killy horror type ones all the time and I have to w- play on my phone so that I don't fully get into it because I don't like I don't like it <laughs> so well we've got five se- no th- another three and a half seasons of this anyway so yeah it's fine um, but yes that's part of the reason as to why we've moved to a two week schedule because we're like we need to watch this program <laughs> we've no time for editing we need to watch this program um, and yeah as you kind of said before that because we've got a bit of a wait for things, we've not really got that much going on at the minute. So, mm-hmm. and we, we just think as well, it's probably going to be more manageable. Yeah, for us to do it over two weeks rather than yeah, definitely. Everything. Especially when we end up talking for so long that it ends up being an hour long each time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the first part of that, really. But I suppose we'll move on to your favorite little. I can't remember the word of what it is. Segment. <laughs> Your favourite little introductionary segment of what's new with you. So what's new with you? Should to say it like that instead. Yeah, but <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> what's new with you? Or what's new with us? Yeah, with us. I think at the minute there's nothing personally that's new with us. Um, but in the last two weeks we have had we've re- well we've received our appointments. We have indeed. Our next lot of appointments. We have. Um, so the last one that we had was our video consultation. Um, Which we spoke about in the last episode. Yep. So, yeah, we've got three appointments upcoming. Mm-hmm. Next one is on April the 8th, which for is for myself, which is my second sperm analysis. So, mm. And your blood tests. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it didn't say it on the letter. I just, or it might have said it on the letter, but I've missed that part. I just know it's about the sperm analysis. So that's why I always <laughs> say sperm analysis. But yeah, so sperm analysis, blood tests, mm-hmm. April eighth. Yeah. Don't mark it in your diary. It's not for you. <laughs> yeah, and then and then we've got June. I've got to wait until June before I get anything at all because we've got the implications. We have. Appointment. Mm-hmm. So that's just the appointment with the IVF nurse. Mm-hmm. So that's when she'll talk to us basically about the whole sort of treatment. Yeah. What we will be going through. Yeah, the process. Um, what medication mm-hmm. I'll be taking and yeah, all that stuff. I think she might even, although it's a video call, so I don't know. I think normally they would show you how to like use the... Um, Injections. Yeah. But with it being a video call, I don't know whether she will or whether she'll wait, whether we'll have to do that when we go on the 21st of June for our consent appointment. So one of those appointments, I'll get to learn how to be stabby stabby with you. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't think she will do that on the video appointment. I think surely you've got to do that face to face to be taught all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that will probably be on the, when we go for the consent and then that's when I'll have my blood tests as well yeah. done so yeah that's the three appointments that we've got coming up yeah which one's not massively far away not mm-hmm. now but then there's the other two i know a little, a little bit longer but yeah which is hard i found it really hard finding out like exactly what that date was because it obviously means then any sort of treatment obviously then has to come after that as well so yeah. it's just if just when you feel like things are moving forward and then you get these sort of appointments that are months away I think, you're just like oh really I think a way to just kind of describe it is how i feel when we travel back to your hometown of right so we've passed one traffic light we're moving oh guess what there's another traffic light just up, the, <laughs> just up ahead so we're at a traffic light and it's on red. Yeah, I know. I know. Now I'm trying to think, right, we'll get to April. We'll get to your appointment. And then from your appointment to then June, it's not as far. So yeah. I'm trying to break it up into pieces instead um, to try and so it doesn't feel so long away. So what you have to do, though, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. you're very, very impatient. So oh, you yeah. always have to break it up like that. Whereas yeah. I'm just like... Okay. And we've waited so long already, like yeah. so. It's just when then they tell you you have to wait even longer. It's it is difficult, mm-hmm. but yeah, I feel better about it. Good, because but. at the time, not so good. No. So that's the fertility side mm-hmm. of what's new with us, and the last thing, as you may have seen on my Instagram, I don't know if it's been on your Instagram. On my stories, I think. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Uh, but yes, on my Instagram at the TTC Daddy. <laughs> You may have noticed that we've done some renovating of the house, some redecorating. Yeah, a bit more than we always wanted to do. Yes. I had two weeks off work. We had to do something. Yeah, you've. this is what I mean about you being impulsive. It's like, <laughs> oh, I'm off. Let's do something. And I'm like, no, I just want to sit here, mate. Well, we was going to do the, the hallway and the staircase. Mm. And then we was like, no, we'll do the, we'll do the kitchen because it's not going to be as big of a job. Well, no, no, that's not even the reason that we decided to do the kitchen. We, we decided to do the kitchen because of the cooker. So we got the new cooker. Yeah. And we were like... We got a new cooker that we didn't need. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Pain. 300 pound for a cooker that ended up being a cable 
running from the fuse box to the cooker's mm-hmm. fault. So then we had to pay for an electrician to sort that out instead. Yep. So then we've got a cooker that we didn't really need to get, had to pay for an electrician, mm-hmm. and then we decided, well, while we're here, we might as well just decorate the kitchen instead. Because I, I did genuinely think that that would be an easier job because it's a smaller room than doing the hall and the staircase and yep. everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, yeah, we put peeled off this horrible bubbly wallpaper that was on wallpaper, there. Yep. To um, then find poly- polystyrene <laughs> underneath the wallpaper, and I was like, "WTF?" <laughs> to then scrape off all the polystyrene, to then find sixties, seventies tiles everywhere, from floor to ceiling. Literally, the whole of the kitchen is just they've, covered. What they've done is they've had the building, they've had the kitchen. They've went, ah, what we're going to do is we're going to tile everywhere first, then we're going to build the kitchen on top of it. So these tiles are actually behind the cupboards yeah. and everything. And it's just like, again, WTF. Mm-hmm. So then <laughs> then we thought, right, well, we'll be able to get around this. We'll put up some lining wallpaper. Bear in mind, then... <laughs> we are idiots when it comes to decorating. I genuinely thought it would work because everything I Googled, it said, yeah, you could put lining wallpaper on tiles. So we got the thickest lining wallpaper. Yeah. And guess what? You could still see it. And we even and we doubled yeah, it as well. <laughs> exactly. So we put down two lots, you could still see it. Yeah, it looked rubbish. So I'm friends with a plasterer, and I was like, right, this is the only way we're going to get this sword. Mm-hmm. Invited him round, and lo and behold, he was like, I can't plaster on top of those tiles, you're going to have to take them down. Okay. So there was two and a half days of taking mm-hmm. all the tiles off the wall, and... Yeah, then we've had the kitchen plastered, which we're waiting on drying before we can paint. Finally actually decorate. Yeah. <laughs> so Two weeks we, later than what we'll I know, yeah, to. and now we're both going to be back at work. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, we've had fun and we've spent money that we really didn't want to spend because we've got IVF to be paying for and saving up for. <laughs> so we haven't really done very well. Yeah, it's ended up being like, over, not over a quarter, like between a quarter and a fifth of what treatment will cost so mm-hmm. not the greatest time we've had there but kitchen will look nice yeah and like we keep saying we won't then have to redo it at exactly. least then we've got flat walls we know there's no tiles beneath it <laughs> exactly just paint so, paint paint yeah but yes uh, just when you've been talking there actually about going back to work i suppose that's the other obvious thing of what's new with us but it's not us it's me <sighs> after going into work one day a week in lockdown, I'm going to have to be going back to work full-time on the 8th. <sighs> Sad face. Yeah, finally, like, actually do some work. I have been working from home. Ish. Right, so this week, what we're we focusing on, what we're we talking about? Well, I think we should just talk about what is actually happening at the minute. So, like you said, you're going back to work um, on the 8th because lockdown is easing. So, we've got... There is light at the end of the tunnel. Again, ish. Yes. I'm, I'm still a bit like, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. <laughs> There's light at the end of the tunnel, but I think this time there is, we can't go We can't go back into a lockdown again. I don't think that we could cope oh, not as a country. All. People could not. No, we, could, we couldn't do it. So I think this has to be Yeah. the last time that we're coming out of a lockdown. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's the promise there with the vaccine being rolled out more and yeah. stuff like that. So... Yeah, it it can't go back, Boris. I know you. I know you like this <laughs> podcast. I know you frequently listen. <laughs> Don't do it, mate. 
just let us get on with our lives, please. Yeah, I know. It's madness that it's coming up to a year since the first lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just crazy, really, to think about all of that. March 23rd was when we went into lockdown last year. Yeah. And then, yeah, the fact that we're looking at kind of June 21st as being mm-hmm. when things are normal. Which I still keep finding hilarious because I have already been counting down since getting our appointments through. I've already been counting down for the 21st of June and now everybody's counting down with me. <laughs> yeah, everyone's counting down to 21st of June and be like, yes, pubs and clubs. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, fertility. <laughs> Consent appointment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Everyone can just join in with the countdown with you. I know. The other day you was like, yeah, we could go to the nightclub and go to the pub. And I was like, no, no, you can't. Yeah. That is going to be like IVF time. You are not drinking. <laughs> right in the middle of cricket season as well. You was like, what? What, even me? Yeah. Definitely you. <laughs> Remember, guys, I am the issue. <laughs> So yeah, so we're, everybody's counting down for the 21st, even though a lot of other things are going to kind of be happening before then anyway. It's just the 21st is supposed to be kind of like, that's it, that's the last little bits. Yeah. And then we're completely back to normal. Yeah. So. But yeah, as you say, there's a, there's like like checkpoints mm-hmm. and stuff like along the way, isn't there? So like 12th of April, shops back open and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, the 21st of June is when we're meant to be back to normal, but... We'll still be asked to wear masks in shops after that and stuff, I imagine, for, I don't know, the next few months after. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it would just be nice to get back to... Oh yeah, I know. Be nice to to be able to see my family. Well, yeah, more than anything, yeah. Make plans as well. Could I finish my sentence, please? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I don't even want to say no, because it's just going to be a massive letdown. All I was going to say was, it would be nice to be like, do you want to go shopping? Yeah. <laughs> we can cut that part out of the podcast, really. Yeah, I know. Primark, missing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we, we've we said all lockdown for the past year that Primark should have done online shopping. Oh, I know. They would have made a killing. Yeah. Really would have. I do keep thinking to myself that if everything goes right and this whole plan goes well mm-hmm. with the easing of lockdown then by the time that it comes to us actually having treatment everything should be back to normal yeah which is quite a nice mm-hmm. thought yeah because then well they've already said that you could come in for the transfer and the collection egg collection anyway mm-hmm. so there's not much more no other really. than that anyway really that you'll be coming to because we've kind of discussed like when you're going in for for like just the scans and yeah, stuff that yeah that i'll not be taking the time off work because mm-hmm. The collection and transfer are more important, obviously yeah. far more important. Yeah. Well, I kind of need to be at the collection, don't I? So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's quite nice that um, that things are going to be more normal for then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, People won't be so on edge, hopefully. No, but I think, we'll, again, I think we we'll still will be wearing masks for, mm-hmm. for that part. Which I think, obviously, we're going to get to a point where we're not going to be wearing masks. And I think... That's going to be strange. I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm going to be going to Tesco going, right, I've got my phone. I know. got my wallet. got my keys. Oh, wait, I don't need a mask. I know. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I've got spots and I can't cover them up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. We've been quite lucky with the whole COVID situation. 
so far. So like we've not been affect like directly affected by it or anything. Yeah, we've not been like yeah. Which is I think that's a better a way of thing. I was gonna say I was gonna say we've not been exposed to it. Mm-hmm. But that kind of suggests that like we've not had someone running at us with COVID. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. But yeah, it's not directly affected us as such. Like no one in my family's got it, no one in your family's mm-hmm. had it or whatever. The only way it has still affected us, though. It, well, yeah. It, it will have affected everybody, but yeah. Obviously, it has because of the restrictions mm-hmm. and stuff. So, like, you know, being able to see your family, mm-hmm. just leading a normal life. Yeah. But, we're, as we said, we're, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. In terms of fertility, I don't, it's not, we've been lucky in that sense as well, because we've been, well, I don't know. We've been lucky in the sense that we wasn't so far gone that we had to have things cancelled, like mm. some people will have had, and I can't even yeah, I was imagine. Say, I think if we were six months further down the line now, I think it would have it would have affected us because we would have had appointments in, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden those appointments would have been cancelled or something. Yeah. But we're quite lucky in the sense of my sperm analysis was not during... It was like a lockdown but it wasn't as if it was like I couldn't attend. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, obviously, it's been the lockdown where not everything was shut. Yeah. And, like, the, the yeah. first one, the first one, it was like, oh, hold on, everything's mm-hmm. basically locked down. Whereas this one, it's been like, oh, you're on lockdown, but you can kind of do what you want, but just don't go to the shop. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not been a lockdown at all. But, yeah, so we've been fortunate in that sense. But, yeah, I think if we were six months further down the line, but where we are now in terms of the mm-hmm. time... Um, yeah, I think we would have been affected yeah. more. The only thing with us is it's just added on that extra waiting time. The whole reason why we've got to wait now until June is because there's such a backlog yeah. of things mm-hmm. as well. And but then I'd even ha- in... I'd rather have that than cancel the appointment. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because, th- yeah, it's hard to wait, but then to have it cancelled would be even harder, mm. I think. Oh, definitely. But even at the beginning, like, we had to wait so long as well because I was going to see the GP... I was like planning to go and see the GP and, it, G- GP and start everything off properly. And then it was like all this COVID stuff. So then I was like, oh, I don't know whether I should. And then it was lockdown. I was like, oh, no, no, I really yeah. can't. Um, I did end up contacting her like kind of halfway through the lockdown because I was like, I can't wait any longer. I need to just mm-hmm. try and like get something rolling, even if she comes back, which she did and said she can't do something. She can't like see us or whatever Yeah. Um, until a certain amount of time. Then I was like, at least then she kind of knows my name. I've yeah. put a bit mm-hmm. forward, which she did. And then um, I think I had to like contact again like two weeks later or something. And then they were opening for blood tests. Mm-hmm. So they've been better than what I thought there was going to be. Yeah. Because um, I didn't think I'd be able to see her until the very end of the lockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think in terms of us and COVID affecting our kind of journey, I don't really know how to describe it. <laughs> But the journey with it and stuff, um, it's not really. All it's done is put a bigger gap between appointments because, mm. yeah, it just has, as you say, there's been a backlog and stuff like that. We've been lucky because of the timing and stuff. It just, it, as I say, it's just meant that the the gap, the time wait between the appointments has been bigger. But, like, I was thinking there about how has, has COVID really affected our, like, t- how do I describe it? It hasn't really affected our attempt at getting pregnant because we've still had that time where it's been like, right, well, you need to still keep on trying naturally. Yeah. It's just meant, obviously, that mm-hmm. it's way until June time rather than yeah. 
what it could have been yeah now, exactly we have had it a lot nicer than some people like the people i really 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 feel for the people who in the first lockdown had treatments and then because everywhere closed absolutely everywhere it, like the fertility clinics mm. closed and everything yeah. during the first yeah, lockdown yeah, exactly so um, i'd rather be in our position now yeah than going and nobody that. fully fully knew like you kind of had an inkling that it was coming along but i don't but you, nobody fully fully knew until he said it on that evening and then it was like right lockdowns tomorrow yeah sort of mm-hmm. thing so there would have been people who was literally halfway through a cycle or something yeah like yeah. and and then all of a sudden yeah just and back I can't to even imagine one. like how difficult that would have been. It would have been for, horrendous for the patient, like the patients, and also for the staff. Like I think the staff would have really struggled with that as well. Because mm-hmm. whenever else has, like a hospital setting had to close. Yeah. And obviously they they're in that job and they care about the the people that they're caring for as well. So for then them to have to like, like they've got no choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the hands horrible. were tied, basically. Yeah. The hands were tied. They couldn't do anything about it. I know. They were told to close. That's all they could do. Which is just madness. Mm-hmm. But at least we're getting out of it now. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully that will never, ever, ever happen again, where we're in that sort of situation again. You'd like to hope not. No. You would like to hope not, but who would have thought that this would have happened? That coronavirus would have happened and that the world would have been on hold yeah. and shut down for a, a year or whatever. I know. But then you do look at places like New Zealand and Australia who have got back to life yeah. so much quicker than what we have. And you're like, mm-hmm. <sighs> really? But anyway, <laughs> light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Boris, when you're listening, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Don't go backwards. Keep going forwards. Please. <laughs> yes. So, because of coronavirus and the fact that we are trying to conceive during a pandemic mm-hmm. has that made you feel any different towards like us trying to conceive if that makes sense yeah no it uh, yeah, makes sense um it hasn't made me feel any different as i said they like, came before that i feel like this lockdown hasn't really been a lockdown as such like mm. at the first one it was like bizarre. It was all brand new, and we were like, well, "How how do you live this life? Like, mm. it's all so strange and brand new." Whoa! <laughs> like, I'm at home. You're at home. What is going on? It was like that was strange this time around because nearly everything's been open, and like people are bored of it now, aren't they? As yeah, well, so yeah, people yeah. don't really like stick to the rules as much as they sh- should, or no, as much as we did do in the beginning. It's like this time, like the first time, you've not really been able to see family and stuff like that. But I think that's the only way it's really affected people. Like, I don't mean like, oh, it's only affected you that way. Like, I don't mean it that, like, it's only your family. I don't mean it like that. I mean, that's been very similar to the first lockdown. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first lockdown, everything was basically shut apart mm-hmm. from supermarkets. This time around, a lot more stuff's been like open and... and stuff like that so with us going through it going to these appointments and stuff like that as I say the one in September I was at work I was at work full time you were at work yeah shops were open yeah that second lockdown for us wasn't a lockdown because we was both still at work so Oakley still had to go to nursery so there wasn't really anything Mm -hmm. different apart from the fact that we couldn't see family 
and not every single shop was open. Did we not go to the Metro Centre after the sperm analysis? No. No, we didn't, because me and Oakley just sat in the car. No, I said after. I didn't say during. No, we didn't. Are you sure? Yeah. Because nothing was was open. In September? I don't think anything was open, was it? I feel like we went after. I don't think we did. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, because of the appointments and stuff like that, I've never felt like it's really been a lockdown and stuff. So I've always just kind of thought it's like, this is what an appointment would be like if we weren't in lockdown, if that makes sense. Like, I, I wouldn't feel any different if I went to this appointment yeah. the way that we have or if I've gone to these appointments in six, seven months' time. Like, mm. I, I, it, it didn't feel any different. So in that sense, no, I've not felt any guilt about trying for a baby during the pandemic. There will be people out there that are like... I feel like, like that doesn't make sense. How? Well, because you've just been talking about, like, the appointments and stuff. Yeah. So, because people, I was just about to say, because people say that, or people might have the opinion of, why are you trying for a baby during a pandemic when these nurses and stuff could be helping with COVID? Yeah. That's what I was meaning. So people will have that opinion of, mm-hmm. do you not feel guilty that you're trying to have a baby and taking these nurses and stuff away from COVID rather mm-hmm. than helping you try to have a baby? Mm-hmm. I have felt a bit guilty. Not now. But especially begin in the beginning, I did feel a bit guilty. And I was, and not guilty, but I was thinking, should we really be trying this much at the minute when there is a pandemic? I remember when we went into lockdown and I was thinking, like, and I was so conflicted because I was like, I want to still keep trying for a baby, but then there's this pandemic. And at that time, when it was the first lockdown, it was so scary and everybody was really quite scared about what this pandemic what? was. That first lockdown... People were like, yeah, we'll be back out of it in oh, May and no, stuff. Oh, no, I don't... That, that's what people were like. People were like, yeah, we'll be fine. I thought we'd, I thought we'll, we'd get we'll, over we'll it. Fine. We'll be fine in the summer. Yeah, I thought we'd get over it quicker than what we have done, but I was really scared about it. Whereas now, I'm like, uh, but yeah, at the beginning, I was terrified of it because mm. we didn't know how bad it was and there was all this, these scare stories and everything. And I thought, if you got it, you died. Yeah. So... Yeah, so at that at that point, I was always thinking, like, should we really be trying, like, this hard? And it was so annoying as well, because we had got to that point of, like, we was ready to take mm-hmm. the next step in trying to get help as well. So, again, like you're saying, with going to the fertility clinic and everything, then you feel, well, should we really be going to that sort of a setting? Or And I, I was, especially when I was trying to, when I was, because you have to speak to the GP first, I was like, oh, I shouldn't really be taking up the GP's time when she's going to have COVID but, to do. But what about the people that fall pregnant naturally? Do they just say to them, like, oh, no, just cross your legs? Yeah, I know. But a lot of people have had, like, comments made and everything. I've seen a lot, whenever there's been any sort of articles on Facebook or anything like that, I've seen a lot of comments from trolls and people saying, like, why are you actively trying for a child during a pandemic? Possibly like, the same people that are meeting up with a lot of people in a house that shouldn't be. Oh, yeah. More than likely. But, yeah, there were, there, you did get quite a lot of comments and stuff of people saying things like that, that you shouldn't be trying for a baby and you shouldn't be having IVF. Like like you said, taking the doctors away and doctors and the nurses away from COVID wards, mm. even though they wouldn't be working on the COVID wards anyway, no. really. But these people don't know what's going on in people's lives. Yeah. That person might have been trying for a baby for eight years. Exactly. And then it's like, obviously, 
you would have started IVF and all that kind of stuff before mm-hmm. eight years. But yeah, person could have been trying for eight years and it's like, all right, so I'm just going to put all my emotions and life on hold because of your opinion, even though the fertility treatment is still offered to me. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to turn that down. Mm. People have that sort of like opinion a lot though, don't they? Like it's either where when people, this is kind of going off topic, but when people um, say to people, when like the trolls say to the people who are going through IVF and infertility, why don't you just adopt? There's all these kids out there that need like parents. Mm. Why aren't you adopting instead? And it's like, it's not our job <laughs> to adopt. Yeah. Like You adopt. Huh? If, you, if, you, if you feel that strongly about it, you adopt. Yeah, exactly. Then you're just thinking, like, well, have you got kids? Why didn't you adopt? Yeah, exactly. Anybody could mm-hmm. adopt. And like you said, it's the same with the whole being made to feel guilty for going through IVF um, and actively trying for a baby during a pandemic. It's like, well, is everybody who can naturally have children easily? Like, did they have to stop Yeah. having yes. kids? Exactly. And they're going to be like, hold on a second, no, what, you've, you've got pregnant no, abortion? Yeah. Abortion. And you've heard so much, like, there's so many, like, people being like, oh, lockdown babies! And things like, oh, there's a lockdown baby boom! It's like, well, So that's acceptable, but yeah, someone actively trying and yeah, exactly. requiring that's, the help. Yeah, I've never even How thought... How very dare you! I know. But then, yeah, exactly. People will be kind of celebrating and be like, ah, ha, ha, over the lockdown babies. But yeah, if then you're like, well, no, actually, I've had this baby through IVF. Oh, what? You did that while there was a pandemic going on? It's just, that's what people are like, aren't they? But Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, hmm, just give your head a bit of a shake and have a think, will you? I know. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, no, don't feel guilty about it whatsoever. No, we've already got too many things to feel guilty about. This was just an extra one <laughs> for me. Sounds about right. So now we come in to the end of lockdown. Yes. Again, mm-hmm. slowly this time. And yeah, it does seem like there is a light at the end of the tunnel because we've got like the vaccines and everything now. Yeah. They seem to be rolling out really nicely to everybody. My mum's had hers. She has indeed. Which is good. (laughs) Another keen listener. (laughs) Not as famous as the other one, but yeah, it's fine. But then, yeah, then this is... The vaccines at the minute, for me, is another just worry that I've got in my head. (laughs) Just to add on top of all of the other ones that I have. It's something that I've been thinking about quite a lot at the minute. And it's why I kind of wanted to talk about COVID and everything on this episode as well. Just because of how much I have been thinking about the vaccines. Because I'm just in a bit of a dilemma with them. Yeah, because it's quite an unknown quantity, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. people don't really know how it affects pregnancy or people yeah. that are trying to get pregnant or whatever. It is, it's really, really hard to try and decide what to do for the best. Um, and I even, I opened it up on my Instagram stories the other day just to see what everybody else was feeling. And it was, mo- the majority of the women were more for getting the vaccine but it was close it was really close it wasn't like unanimous everybody's Mm -hmm. gonna get it sort of thing it was kind of like almost half and half and i did have a lot of women message me as well saying that 
they weren't sure either. Like mm-hmm. they they were feeling conflicted about it, and it just made me think like, well, where's where's the information for us? Yeah, where is anything to help us in making this decision? Because at the minute, I feel like everything that you see on the news and everywhere, people are really ramming down the idea of you have to get this vaccine if you get called up for this vaccine you have to go and get it and the people who don't get it they're not allowed anywhere everybody's going to have to have a vaccine passport and if you don't get it you won't be allowed anywhere everybody's going to turn you away and if we weren't trying I think I would be more on that kind of side as well really I think I would be like yeah everybody should have it everybody's got to have it whereas because we're in this situation that we're in at the minute I'm like, well, people will have their genuine reasons for not having it or for not being sure about Mm. having it. And they shouldn't be, like, villainized for that either. Obviously, you're going to have a minority of people who are just don't want to have it because of some stupid reason. They just don't want to have it because they think that there's a there's a chip in it and everybody's going to be watching you or whatever. I was going to say that. (laughs) So there will be people like that, but I think the majority of people who decide to not have it or who are unsure about having it will have a genuine, genuine reason. And I think a lot of them are going to be people like in my position as well, because there isn't that information for us yet to say, no, it is absolutely safe. Mm -hmm. Because at the minute, what they're saying is they are saying you can have it if you are trying to conceive. They've, they've said it doesn't affect, as far as they're aware at the minute, it doesn't affect fertility. But then I think, well, for us, we've already got something affecting fertility. So are they just saying that for people who are, who genuinely don't have anything wrong, fertility-wise? Natural conceivers. Yeah. Oh, I like that word. So if they're saying it doesn't affect fertility, are they just saying that for the people who are kind of like up here with their fertility? Rather than, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think it's really going to affect my sperm count or or my mortality. I don't think, I I doubt, it'd be a very weird vaccine if it did. But you You never know, know, you you never know. 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 We're going to target your sperm count. Well, they're not going to target it. But you don't know how things are going to affect. Like, we don't really know what's inside it or what, what it could affect. But... Yeah, they've said they've said so. They said that you can you can still have it if you're trying to conceive, and it doesn't affect fertility. But then they also say on the government website to not have it if you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. So then that's where we kind of fall in the little bit of uh, uh, situation, because right now we're not pregnant, but we are trying to get pregnant. So at what point is it then? Does it then become unsafe? To have the vaccine of getting pregnant. Can I ask a question? Yes. When would you be getting the vaccine? Um. Well, see, that, that's where I'm lucky at the minute because we're going to be in one of the last groups of people to get them because we're younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll be, you'll be before me. Well, I'd like to think so with the amount of people that I work with. Well, yeah, like well, that. I was thinking more of your age, but yeah, the, the job that you're in as How well. very dare you? <laughs> it's only four and a half years difference. It's not five. <laughs> Don't I tell you it's five, it's four and a half years. But yeah, so you, you'll you be before me, but we're, yeah, we're going to be in one of the last groups to have it because we're not in any of the vulnerable categories 
you you will probably have it before me as well because you work in a school and hopefully they'll be coming around the schools and the teachers and everything soon. But so I don't think I will get called up for mine until possibly around June time, which then is around IVF time. See, it's interesting. I remember doing that um, the vaccine calculator like I don't know a month ago, mm-hmm. and it was like February twenty twenty two. Oh, really? Yeah. I th- I'm sure they've said. I'm sure they've said they they want pretty much everybody done by like June July time, and so then that's where I, then um I know it's still a while away for me, but I then I do think, but then I don't want it to then stop treat either them say oh you can't have it unless you've had the vaccine you can't have IVF unless you've had the vaccine or then I also don't want to have it and then it affect the treatment or then they say oh no you can't have IVF treatment until however long after you've had this vaccine it's just another stress (laughs) over the next few appointments we're going to get a clearer idea really aren't we yeah I know, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that by the time that it gets to that point, we will get a bit more information about it. But you just don't, I just really don't want anything else putting a pause on us Mm -hmm. getting pregnant. Yeah, I think definitely. I think that's something that you would want to consider and take under Mm. consideration and stuff. But at the same time, you do like to plan your life like a year ahead of kind of where you are. Yeah, I just like to know what's happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not... And that's why it's hard. (laughs) But the thing is, they might roll out the vaccine a lot quicker and you might end up with a vaccine in May. Mm. But then then there's still the whole thing of, but then what about if we we conceive naturally? Like, because we're actively trying to have a child and they say you can't have it while you're pregnant. That's why I just want to know at what point does it then become unsafe? What point of pregnancy? And it's it is hard as well because it is a new vaccine, and you do you have the hope that nothing is wrong with it, and nothing would ever like harm anything, and it'll just be like a normal jab, a normal vaccine, and everything's fine. But then at the same time, you've got a niggling voice in your head saying, "But what about if it's not?" Yeah. And in ten, twenty years' time or whatever, they link up all of these things mm-hmm. and. There's all these like side effects, yeah, of having the vaccine. So yeah, it's just an extra worry. Yeah, it, it, yeah. We've it's... already got so many things when we're going through all of this that we worry about. For me, anyway, I worry about a lot of things. Yeah, it's not even so, my mind. It's just, is it not? No, I think it's because we don't really watch the news, and mm. it's just something that's not really in my mind. Whereas. On your Instagram and stuff, you'll see like a lot about it and yeah. To be honest, I hadn't really thought about it either until a lady had messaged me asking me for advice, and she'd asked me what I. Who do you think you are? (laughs) How very rude! Look at you, just because you're Insta famous with your one thousand followers. Yeah, yeah. One of the ladies had asked me just for advice because she'd been called in for her. Well, she'd been contacted to have her vaccine, but she wasn't sure what to do. Like she didn't know whether to go for it or not. So I take it she's also like actively trying. Yeah. Right. But she'd been told that if you have the vaccine, you have to wait five months before you can try for a baby. Right. So I don't know, I've never, I've not come across that information. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, who it was that had said that to her or anything or how true it is. But when she said that, I was like, what? 
Yeah. Like five months. That again, that is for some people it might not sound like a lot, but when you're actively trying to have a child, another five months mm-hmm. is a lot. Yeah. Um, for somebody to say, No, you can't try mm-hmm. during this time. I think it was something to do with the fact that you've got to have the first vaccine and then the second vaccine as well, and then that's why then it ended up being five months in total. Yeah. That you would have to wait. So yeah. So I don't again, I don't know how like true that is. But it, that's what triggered me into like thinking about it all. And I suppose what's kind of like a saving up. grace with it all is the fact that we do have this kind of gap now. So there will be more people going through it and more information mm. will be released and stuff like that. So that's going to give you a clearer idea yeah. of what is going on. Mm. So It's I, just so hard. It's such a hard decision to make because I keep going really half and half. Because half of me thinks, no. I won't have the vaccine until after I've had the baby. Mm-hmm. Because I know it might not happen, but we are like hoping that it will happen this year. Mm-hmm. Like everybody will be. <laughs> so you plan for it happening this year. So I keep thinking to myself, well, I'll just oh, I'll get pregnant. Won't have the vaccine because it might happen around. Like We don't know when I'm going to get contacted for it anyway. It might still be a while until I get contacted for the vaccine. So I won't have it until after I've had the baby. And then I'll have it instead. Because I think, at least for us, we're not in the vulnerable can- category. We mm. don't work in any care settings. We don't have anybody vulnerable around near us. Mm-hmm. And we live in a quiet, little, coastal town that has always been relatively low with cases anyway. Like yeah. without it's, it's even had, It's had a number, but yeah, it's been low. Yeah, without even having like any vaccines around mm-hmm. or anything. You know, so, who, you know who we could ask? Who? Our listener, Boris. <laughs> Boris hasn't got a clue. <laughs> but yeah, she doesn't mean a Boris. Does so it? I think of that, and I think right, okay. So I think positively like that. But then I think, but what about if I don't have it, and then I do end up getting it because I haven't got it? Because again, they don't really, as far as I'm aware, they don't know whether if you have the vaccine, if you can still pass it on to other people but you just don't get the um like effects of it but so then i think what about if then i do get it and then i'm pregnant then i do come under like a vulnerable category and what about if then it affects us worse than what the vaccine would so it's so hard like i just keep going around around in circles i don't feel like i will fully know what i'm gonna do until i get contacted for the vaccine yeah i think that's only where you can really look at it yeah until then it's just, I don't mean hearsay, it's just guessing, isn't it? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it could be this, it could be that. Yeah. We don't know. It is hard, because I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all. And I would, like, every vaccine that I've been offered, I've had. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that with this one, we've got this extra added thing that we're trying to think about and trying to get the best out of. Yeah, I think the only other thing to really say on this is that if the people around you have had the vaccine that obviously gives you kind of a clearer path, an idea mm. as to what you would do. Whereas if there's people around you, say at your work or whatever, that are just like, no, I'm not having the vaccine, but you've got to work with those people, that probably puts you in a harder position mm. because it's like they're putting you at risk. Whereas if they've had the vaccine, it's a far less risk, isn't it? Like, mm. So like with me, I will have the vaccine because of where I work. Yeah. And then our life outside of work is basically... Me, you, Oakley, and your family, mm-hmm. and seeing 
my family yeah and stuff so the people that we see if they've had the vaccine it puts you in a you would hope so but that, then that's what i mean i don't i don't know whether if you've had the vaccine if you can still pass it on like you can still get it and pass it on but mm. not actually be affected by the virus i don't know be bizarre wouldn't it i don't know i don't know any of the it's just another thing to think about and worry about <laughs> not another one but yeah so if you're listening to this and you would like some answers, I've got none. <laughs> not not on this at all. I'm going through the same like roundabouts as everybody else at the minute, I think. Yeah, because for, for a minute there, you'd started saying something and then you were saying it from the other side and I thought, oh no, we're going to go around in circles here. <laughs> we're going to be here till I know, I know. God knows what time. With the whole thing of people saying... Um, or if you like really like villainizing people who don't have the vaccines, I was thinking, what about if you do get pregnant though? If you do get pregnant, then they're saying that you can't have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But then they're saying that people will have to have this vaccine passport to be able to go anywhere, to be able to go to like the gym or to a restaurant or whatever. Right. So then are they going to be discriminating against pregnant ladies? How does or that? Would that that's uh, a bit harsh. Then, in some ways, if they're having to say that, because it's like. Well, hold on, why do you, like, apart from the vulnerable, mm-hmm. why do certain people get to go before other people? So, like, if you're saying that you'll have to have this vaccine passport to go somewhere, so, like, say me and you wanted to go to the same place, mm. and you'd had yours done a month before me, but your health was exactly the same as mine, mm. why do you get to go places and I don't? Special. I'm like, bye! <laughs> yeah, you would be as well. <laughs> but, yeah, that doesn't really make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether that's all just like people scaremongering and trying to make people get the vaccine. Just, just when you were about but... the gym, I can imagine like the gym people just like at the window peering in, like sad faces. Oh, look at those people inside of the gym. <laughs> I want to be in there. That's what I'll be doing to you when I'm allowed in the restaurant and you're not. You have to stand outside. I'll be waiting for you to throw scraps. <laughs> Yeah, so we're coming towards the end of the episode now, I think. Yeah. I feel like we've not we've not given any answers. We never give any answers. We're not that sort of podcast, are we, really? We can't... What was the question? Well, we were just talking about COVID and that, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, so the, we can't give an answer if there's no question. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes people might listen to a conversation and get an answer that they're well, looking for. Maybe the <laughs> maybe the question that they were asking is does boris johnson listen to this podcast and they found out during this podcast yes he does <laughs> and here he is now <laughs> oh what's the ah oh, lane's gone dead never mind oh i wanted you to do an impression i was going to but i don't think i could <laughs> i can only do we jimmy and he's no he's no <laughs> anyway uh, so we're coming to at the end of the podcast and at the end of the, each podcast I ask you a couple of questions you do and I hate this part <laughs> why do you hate it because I know nothing well yeah and then our seven listeners find out I know nothing as well hi all seven of you <laughs> very presumptuous to think that it's seven well you've got your mum and your auntie and my sister, so there's three. Yep. Oh, and me. Yeah, there's four. Three other people, there's bound to be. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm quite nice to you today. I've not got proper, proper, proper questions. 
Um, we're just going to go back to some of the acronyms. And I've got a few less as well for you. See, I'm being super nice. You get a week off and I'm doing less questions for you. How nicer can I get? It's mm, debatable. Right, acronyms. So these are fertility acronyms, okay? Okay. So the first one mm-hmm. is EC. Hmm. Egg collection. Oh, well done. Good job. Thanks. That was. Did you actually work that out? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well done, because a few months ago, you would never have even got that. You wouldn't have got that at all. You wouldn't have even known what an egg collection was. <laughs> For some reason in my mind, I was going, ergo... For the E, and the ergo, egg, <laughs> egg. Oh, egg collection. Well done. Yes, that Thanks. one's correct. Right, second one. F-E-T. Oh, I think I might have it. Mm. Fertile egg transfer. Oh, you're close. Why would it be... F- uh, I suppose it makes sense, actually. I was going to say, why would it be fertile egg transfer? Well, you don't want an unfertile <laughs> yeah. egg transfer, do you? I, I, yeah, I suppose that does make sense. Um, but no, you got egg transfer. That's the right Hold bit. Hold on, then. No. I have spoken to you about this before as well. And of I've... course you have, and I've probably been watching something. <laughs> Frozen. Oh. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So do you know what that is? Frozen egg transfer? Mm-hmm. When eggs have been frozen and they've been transferred? Basically, yeah. Well, why would you ask a question? <laughs> well, just it kind of says it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like PCOS, where I'm like, yeah, I've got no idea what that is. Yeah, but, yeah. So that is what we would have if our first cycle failed and if we got embryos that were of good enough quality to freeze. That so were, that's how I've mentioned it before. That were fertilised. Yes, correct. Right, last one. See, I'm being so kind to you, and you've got both of them, like, basically correct. So you're doing very well. Um, the last one is DPO. His head, is, his head is in his hands while he's trying to think of this. It's because I really want three for three. Well, that last one was a half. Come on, we've got another episode of This Is Us that we can get in. Does it have anything to do with ovaries? I'm not. I'm not telling you. No, just, no, just guess. Just guess the letters. Um. Just say whatever comes to your head. Diligently, providing ovaries. <laughs> diligently. Yes. The the other one was dutifully, and I was like, nah. Let's go, let's go diligently. <laughs> Why would you be providing ovaries? As in the the ovaries. Oh, diligently providing eggs. <laughs> no, that's not right. So you got one and a half right out of three. Can you Google that, please? Because I think you're wrong. I think I'm right. <laughs> no, you're definitely not right. The right answer is days past ovulation. And I have used that one before as well. Yeah, the thing is, it was one of those ones where that's why I've had my head in my hands. Because uh, I was like, I know this. Yeah. That I was always... my second guess, by the way, after a dutifully... Oh, was it? Oh, was it? ...produced ovaries. Because <laughs> I always say, like, oh, um, 60, 60 DPO, or whatever. Yeah, I like mine. Yeah, that's wrong. But well done. You did well with the egg collection one. And you did well on the second one as well. It was only one word away, so well done. Round of applause. Thanks. Thanks. 
See, that wasn't so bad, was it? Apart from putting my head in my hands for 35 <laughs> <Half an> hour. <laughs> seconds or whatever it was. Anyway, now that we've finished your little quiz, we've come to the end of the podcast. Yep. Good little conversation about the old C, V, D. <laughs> Talk about the what? I know Go, you're bad at maths, COVID. but can you not spell that? Just trying to be down with the kids. CVD? The, the old CVD? The old CVD 19? Brub, brub. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Anyway. <laughs> thank you for listening, if you are listening, all seven of you. Yes, and thank Morris. you. Thank- <laughs> Yay, Boris! <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you so much for listening. Um, Listening to us waffling on once again about different things. Yep. So we won't be back next week. Nope. But we'll be back the week after again, because we're doing it every other week. But you can still catch us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we do have a website as well. We do indeed. So um, the website is youmeand.co.uk. It is. We've got blogs on there. Yep. And we've got our podcast on there. You can find that right there. Yep. And we've also got a little section as well where you can ask us absolutely anything that you would like to ask us. Um, so you, on there, you can contact us and you can you can be anonymous. I think it asks for your email address, but only so that we can email you back. But name-wise or anything like that, you can keep completely anonymous if you want to. But on there, you can ask us anything that you would like us to speak about on the podcast, anything at all you could give us any sort of feedback if you wanted to and also um we're gonna try a little agony aunt slash uncle type thing possibly so if you've got anything that you want to ask us regarding anything at all it doesn't have to be fertility or infertility it could be relationship wise work wise anything at all um not decorating (laughs) well we could tell you what not to do well yeah it's true (laughs) Um, but yeah, so you could contact us on that, um, asking us anything at all that you would like, and you get not only a female's perspective, but also a male's perspective on it as well, which I think is quite good. I've never, you don't really get that very often, do you? Well, I don't know. Probably not. I don't think you do. No. So it's quite nice. Um, so yeah, so you can get that on our website, youmeand.co.uk. Yep, and as you mentioned just before that, we are on Instagram, so yours is at the TTC Mummy, and mine is at the TTC Daddy. Yeah, and if you want to send us a message or anything on there as well, um, you're more than welcome to. Yep. So thank you for listening. Yes, thank you very much, guys, and um, as we say, we'll see you in two weeks again. Bye-bye. Now we're going to watch This Is Us. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> Yay! Bye! Bye, everyone.